morning, everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy, Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. Not too much news has come in, but of course, we have plenty and plenty and plenty of training camp hype. So I figured I'd go through every single team's Twitter and subreddits and try to find a clip for each team to talk about today to show you guys. So I've got 32 training camp highlights today, as well as a quick rundown of some of the latest news. So why don't we go ahead, sit back, relax, sip our coffee, and enjoy the show. First things first, we have some injury updates, and that is that Cooper Cup yesterday left the Rams training camp with an injury. It ended up being a hamstring injury per the athletic the one thing about that is, yeah, he will probably be healthy by the time the season rolls around, but I just urge caution to the Rams organization. Those injuries tend to linger on and on and on and sometimes pop up again. So hopefully they let him fully heal, maybe give him the Joe Burrow treatment, put him in some bubble wrap, don't even let him go out to training camp much more because you do not want that hamstring injury to linger into the season and throughout as well. So that's the update. I mean, it's ultimately probably going to be fine, but definitely something to be a little bit cautious of, especially since I feel like the Rams season almost hinges on Cooper Cup's health. Yeah, I like Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I like Cam Akers. But that wide receiver core is abysmal without Cooper Cup, and it's just going to be hard for them to have any kind of success without him. Next up, another injury happened, but this one also seems to be fine, and that is that Calvin Ridley picked up a toe injury, but he's already at camp today. He will be limited, and per Jack Kavanaugh on the Player Profiler Twitter, he was actually the first person to arrive at the camp today, even with this toe injury. So ultimately, again, this player will likely be fine, but just hope that he can fully heal and that this, again, doesn't linger into the season. Doesn't look like it will. Of course, the concern with Calvin Ridley is just the fact that he is getting older and hasn't played football in a, in a year and a half. So any kind of health concern does seem to be a little bit more concerning when it comes to Calvin Ridley. And finally, OJ Howard has been released by the Raiders. This comes as Michael Mayer has been turning heads at the Raiders camp, looking really impressive. And of course, they also have Austin Hooper. They don't need that much depth at the position now. And so they have decided to release OJ Howard. The guy, unfortunately, with such a great profile, hasn't quite caught on at the NFL level, has had a few flashes here and there, but health concerns and everything have just added up for him. And now, Seems like he's out of the well, he's out of the Raiders for sure and could potentially just be out of the league. I don't necessarily know what team would take a chance on him right now, but I'm sure someone will for a cheap prove it deal backup tight end somewhere else yet again. Unfortunately for OJ Howard, if you roster him in some deeper tight end premium leagues, you can probably get rid of him. I for one do roster him, but it is a 32 team fantasy league that I roster him in. So I'm not going to release him yet. I'll at least see where he lands and, you know, hopefully. Fingers crossed he goes to the Bengals or something like that. But that is all the big news I have for you guys. Let's go ahead and look at some clips. Shout out to you, Jay, for always being in the chat. Good to see you again. Good morning. Good morning to you as well, T-Real. I hope your coffee is going well. Let's look at some clips now. Let's look at some fun little clips because, man, I have a ton of them. It's going to take a second to get them all up. I can only upload 10 at a time. And as you guys know, there are 32 NFL teams. So uh, we're just gonna do one at a time. Here we go, starting with the 49ers. 
There we go. And that, if well, you missed the beginning. I'm going to pull it back. That is Brock Purdy throwing an absolute dime to Jawan Jennings right in the back of the end zone. You know, you love to see a good throw from Brock Purdy. There have been some reports that so far this training camp, he has looked a bit rusty. However, you have also heard that he's not afraid to sling it after the shoulder injury or after the elbow injury and the surgery. Um, it looks like he is, I, I was actually reading some reports that he was overthrowing receivers, which is actually probably exactly what you want to hear when it comes to Brock Purdy. The next clip, this one is the Bears. Check it out. And this is actually a pretty long one. This is just a compilation of Justin Fields absolutely slinging it. That, that was a Cole Komet catch. That was a <laughs> Equinemius St. Brown catch. Oh, that was an interception. <laughs> that was Justin Fields throwing an interception. You know, it is what it is. You know, you've got to see those every once in a while. And then here we go. That one's not even Justin Fields. That's a different quarterback. And uh, just, you know, some good little Bears highlights. And this one's Justin Fields again. He rips it to Treston Ebner, who, you know, maybe he's the pass-catching running back after all. We'll see how this all develops with Chicago, but that's just a fun little highlight to show you guys. Next up, why don't we take a look at the Bengals? And this one is my favorite, well, one of my favorites of this evening. This is, of course, Joe Burrow chucking it to Jamar Chase, who catches it while covered uh, and just doing Jamar Chase things. And you got, you guys know me. You guys know me. I love myself some Jamar Chase. So, of course, I'm going to sneak a Jamar Chase <laughs> a highlight into here. Looking good. Bengals looking good. That was actually even before Joe Burrow got hurt. But, you know, it is what it is. I still want to show you guys that clip. Here's a Bills one. This is Dalton Kincaid. I what I love this is this. <laughs> I can't guard you. That is Dawson <laughs> Knox hyping up Dalton Kincaid after making said, a, pretty, a pretty snazzy catch. I'll play that catch one more time. You know, in coverage, just pulls it down, breaks the tackles, stiff arms a guy, and gets out there. And then, of course, Dawson Knox gets excited. I just love seeing, you know, the the backup tight end probably now, Dawson Knox, the, the true starter maybe. We don't know how it's actually going to unfold, but I assume Dalton Kincaid will be the main tight end. I just love to see that uh, Dawson Knox gets so excited for him and clearly looks like a good mentor. Next up is... Who do we got? We're going in team alphabetical order, by the way. The, the mascot, not the city. So this is the Broncos. And this was just some Javante Williams training camp stuff. As you can see, he does have a knee brace on. But to me, it was just really cool to see that he still has some explosiveness, still moving in and out of drills. This one in particular, I mean, getting down on the ground, running in a circle, and then sprinting and pushing over a tackle dummy. You love to see it, right? I mean, we're all kind of concerned about what he would look like. We know he got cleared for camp, but we didn't know how truly healthy he was. And I mean, yeah, with the knee brace, that led some concern. But I mean, he's out there juking. He's out there bursting. And uh, so you, you've got to love to see that as well for Javante Williams. He's looking healthy. And anyone who took the chance on him in best ball drafts and redraft leagues and dynasty, anyone who took a, took a, took a chance in buying him, congratulations, as he's probably not going to be this year's J.K. Dobbins. I think it might be a little bit better than that. Here's a Browns clip. Here we go. Absolutely slinging it. And then Cedric Tillman comes out with a diving catch on the sideline. I just like to see rookies make good catches. And it was a pretty decent pass as well. 
from, I believe that one was Dorian Thompson Robinson that threw that ball. Um, next up, next up, guys, we're just, we're just gonna, we're just gonna breeze through these. Here's a Buccaneers highlight. And this is Kyle Trask. And as you guys know, I think, uh, I do believe that Russell, or sorry, that Kyle Trask will be the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers sooner rather than later. I just don't believe that Baker Mayfield is that asking chance because they spent that second round draft capital on him. That was a pretty good pass. And from what I'm reading when I was looking at these is that Kyle Trask has been more impressive so far this camp than Baker Mayfield. And it's shown there on that nice throw and catch with Russell Gage and Kyle Trask. Next up, let's go ahead and look into the Cardinals training camp. And this, this is a good clip. I, I believe this is a Clayton Toon highlight. And I was actually reading a lot of reports that he was really impressing at camp. Look at the zip of the ball over the middle of the field. And I believe that is Greg Dortch that comes down with it and breaks away. Uh, I saw actually a bunch of clips of Clayton Toon when I was looking these up. So it is probably looking like that he might get the starter job over Colt McCoy while Kyler Murray is out. And why that makes sense is just because, well, the Cardinals don't necessarily want to win games given their draft capital for next season and the fact that, Kyle, that uh, Kyler Murray is going to take some time to get back. You might as well throw out the rookie, see what he's got. And if you lose, oh, well, it's probably a good thing. And if he's looking good and he's younger and more athletic, you might as well roll with him. Here's a nice Chargers clip. I love this one. And this is Justin Herbert and actually a Keenan Allen pass. I know there's plenty of Quentin Johnston highlights out here, but this was Justin Herbert. Look how long this pass is. Just a beautiful, beautiful throw. It's like 50, 60 yards in air. We know that Justin Herbert's amazing, but it's just good to show it and see it. I'm going to show it to you guys one more time because I love some Justin Herbert propaganda. Big, big fan. Check it out. And it's caught. And it's caught. So that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Uh, you know, the, the Quinton Johnson highlights are out there, but like I said, I want some Justin Herbert propaganda. Here's a Chiefs highlight. If it'll look, here we go. All right. And this is actually a Rasheed Rice highlight. This was Rasheed Rice essentially getting a jet sweep. He's running it off of a motion. Patrick Mahomes uh, hands it off to him behind the line of scrimmage. And I'm explaining it, of course, for my for my podcast audiences. I know you guys can see it. But he just runs past him, gets the ball right behind Patrick Mahomes, gets out to the right, splits the blocks, and uh, gets through to the end zone, really. It's a really, really nice run from Rasheed Rice. I'm seeing a lot of good highlights from Rasheed Rice so far. And I am pretty intrigued in what he can bring to this team. We know Kadarius healthy. Kadarius Tony is unhealthy. And we know that Marcus Valdez-Scantling is very streaky. We know Justin Watson, of course, can catch some balls every once in a while. And we, of course, know Travis Kelsey is the focal point. And we know that Sky Moore is going to take a step forward. But Rasheed Rice, you know, second-round draft capital rookie who don't normally get a ton of volume and work in a Andy Reid offense, does profile so differently from the rest of the wide receivers that I do think he will have a role and get used more than Sky Moore was in his rookie year and even probably more than Tyreek Hill was in his rookie year so look out for some Rasheed Rice here's a Colts highlight and this is a read option from Anthony Richardson uh and I just also want to point out as you see it I mean of course he breaks it away it's Anthony Richardson just look how big he is like I know we all know he's the most athletic quarterback of all time but also 
just how big he is. Like, he literally looks bigger than some of these defensive linemen. He's going to be a problem for defenses, for everyone in the league. And, I, and again, I'm saying it. He will succeed. Anthony Richardson will not fail. He is bust-proof. Look at that. Look at that. Um, boom, boom, boom. Next up. This is so much fun looking at just what's going on all over. <laughs> Here's a commander's clip. And this was described as the catch of the camp. This is Terry McLaurin on the bottom of the screen. I'll go ahead and rewind that for you guys. Bringing in a one-handed grab. That's what you love to see from Terry McLaurin. Uh, and hopefully, you know, he doesn't have to do more one-handed catches. Hopefully, Sam Howell can be a little bit better for him. But still, it's cool to see Terry McLaurin make a good catch. And he has been faded a little bit. You know, I've been seeing Jahan Dotson go in front of him a few times. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily know how I feel about that. I think that essentially they're basically a 1A, 1B type deal, and it all depends on what the offense looks like as a whole. But you might as well take a chance, especially in redraft leagues, on the more proven asset in Terry McLaurin. Here's a Cowboys highlight. And this is Brandon Cook's first clip. And look at it. I'm just absolutely burning the defensive backs, bringing in a catch over the shoulder, and then going down the sideline. Guys, we say it every single year. Brandon Cooks is one of the most undervalued wide receivers in fantasy football year in, year out. And now he's being attached to a very, very pass-happy offense in the Dallas Cowboys. And he's given into a really, really nice role. If you guys can get Brandon Cooks, I would recommend you do it. I think he's going to be a cheap but valuable option for fantasy football this year for sure. Next up, Dolphins. This is a Dolphins highlight, and this was described as Tua's best throw of camp. As you can see, he's avoiding the pressure and absolutely zips it to Jalen Waddle over the middle of the field over a linebacker, which I think was the most impressive part. There's like three dudes kind of in front of Jalen Waddle here, as you can see, and he gets it right over them and right like it's just like it's a perfect pass i can't describe it any better than it's a perfect pass that hits jalen waddle perfectly going over the defenders and then right low again it's perfect it's a great throw and catch from the two and i hope that 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 tua continues to stay healthy because i mean he does look good and also i mean i want jalen waddle and tyree kill to be good again too the eagles here's an eagles one and this is of course some slim reaper propaganda and it's just him doing the ladder drill just check out his quick feet. I mean, it is insane how many steps he's getting in on that ladder. And then he just brings in a nice over-the-shoulder catch. And I also want to point out he's wearing the no-sleeved hoodie. He's wearing the Bill Belichick. He's got a hoodie under his under his uh, his jersey and pads, but no sleeves on it. And that is very, very um, Devontae Adams-esque. If you'll remember, he kind of wore that early in his career in Green Bay. I think that, Devo that Devontae Smith is really, really starting to, to turn into what we all really, really want him to be. It took him three years to break out at Alabama before becoming a Heisman. He's now going into his third year in the NFL. I'm expecting fantastic things for Devontae Smith. Notorious Jay in the chat says, Devontae is the true Eagles wide receiver one. I agree it's Devontae Smith. I'm a huge Slim Reaper guy. I love A.J. Brown, don't get me wrong, but he does have health concerns. And to me, he's just more of an athletic phenom. I think Devontae Smith will out-target him again. I don't know about the yards, but I do believe that Devontae Smith will get more targets than A.J. Brown. And, you know, A.J. Brown is fantastic again, but it's more so that he he's very, very explosive, whereas Devontae Smith, I find him being a lot more consistent. And again, a former Heisman Trophy winner, 
it's just you can't go wrong with Devontae Smith. Here's a Falcons clip. This is just Bijan Robinson running a route, absolutely breaking the linebacker's ankles and just wide open. I mean, it's a one-on-one -on -one route, so I mean, you can't expect too much, but just look at this one cut, two cuts, three cuts, right back outside wide open, takes it and run. Bijan Robinson running back one overall in 2023. Get him in redraft league. Stop drafting Christian McCaffrey over Bijan Robinson. It makes no sense. Go get Bijan Robinson. It is the easiest and most simple answer for fantasy football. Stop overthinking it. Next up, next up is a nice Giants clip, and this just highlights how important Saquon Barkley is. Look at this. He lines up originally out wide. They motion him back into the backfield. Then he runs around. And a classic just Texas route. Just kidding. He fakes it, runs back outside to the sideline of the end zone, catches it, toe drag, swag, touchdown catch for Saquon Barkley. He's so important to the Giants, and I can't believe it took so long for them to work out any sort of deal. And the fact that they are not paying him still doesn't really make that much sense to me. He's so good. He's so good and the entire offense. So uh, anyway, he's looking good. Jaguars clip. This is a bunch of Zay Jones highlights. I saw this yesterday with the caption, we had a hell of a Zay or something like that. And it's just Zay bringing in some good catches. And again, guys, this Jaguars wide receiver core is... <sighs> It's very questionable. I mean, we don't know who's going to lead this team in targets. It's not going to be Zay Jones for sure, but I've seen a lot of Zay Jones fade that I don't think is fair. I think that Zay Jones might actually be a pretty decent buy. I mean, the Jaguars are going to throw the ball a lot, and he's really, really cheap. So why not take a chance on the guy with a great athletic profile, as well as a chance to go up to the wide receiver two again if Calvin Ridley gets hurt or this toe injury turns into something. Go buy some Zay, Zay Jones. Zay Jones. This one is a Jets highlight. Check this out. Aaron Rodgers chucking it. Just look at the hang time on this ball. Yes, it's slow motion, but Jesus, is that a long pass. Boom. Touchdown. <laughs> it's a good throw and catch. Great throw and catch, honestly. Uh, I believe that was Garrett Wilson who brought it in. Aaron Rodgers honestly looking pretty good in that clip. And uh, obviously it's training camp as well, but I do think that Aaron Rodgers has kind of turned a new leaf. I, I, he seems happier here, seems better here, more motivated, all of that stuff. And that throw itself kind of highlights that. Here's a Lions clip. And this is just Amon Ross St. Brown doing Amon Ross St. Brown things. Look at that. Catching it on the defensive back's back. I think there's one more catch in here as well. Never mind. No, it's just that one. But just look at Amon Ross St. Brown. What a guy. I love him. The sun God. Incredible value right now. I do think he will sneak into the top five of dynasty wide receivers by the end of the year. So you can go ahead and buy him even at the expensive price tag. Here's a Packers clip. And I'm sorry, Jaden Reed. This is Jordan Love throwing a dime of a pass, rolling out of the pocket on the run. Perfectly placed ball to Jaden Reed, who fails to bring it in. But per, I'm talking perfectly placed ball while on the run. Jordan Love looks fantastic. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a couple clips now from him. The, the one I showed yesterday where he hit Christian Watson in stride on a streak. This one now rolling out of the pocket, throwing it on the run to Jaden Reed, also down the sideline, perfectly placed. Jaden Reed doesn't bring it in, but still great throws. I think that Jordan Love is a buy candidate for sure, and I really do think he's going to impress. Here's the Panthers highlight. And this is just Bryce Young throwing a nice pass.
pass to Jonathan Mingo, who brings it in, diving sideline grab for Jonathan Mingo. I just love seeing this because, again, guys, we talked about it a lot since the draft. When two rookies come in together, they work together. And so Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo have been working together for a long time now, and I do believe that that chemistry will show on the field. They are going to grow together, and it will be a connection. I'm going to term it the bingo connection, the Bryce Mingo bingo connection. Go get some Jonathan Mingo. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Go do it. And here is my favorite highlight. Here's a Patriots one. And this is actually just a punt highlight. I was like, what am I going to do for the Patriots? Well, one of the first clips I saw was a punt, a punt highlight. And I figured that was the most Patriots thing I could show you guys. If you see really closely, I'm going to pause it here. The punter is lined up on the 10-yard line and kicks it all the way to the opposite end zone. This is like a 90-yard punt. 90-yard punt from this Patriots punter. So be careful, guys. Be careful. <laughs> you know, it, it might – I don't know what's going to happen, of course, but real football does affect fantasy football. And if that Patriots offense isn't that good, it looks like their punter will be, and the opposing teams are going to have some rough field position if they can actually nail that as frequently as he did in that practice clip. Here's a Raiders video. And it's some Jimmy G propaganda. Here it is. Slow-mo Jimmy Garoppolo looking over. Oh, he sees Devontae Adams. Throws it in the middle of Devontae Adams' cut. Perfectly placed. Devontae Adams, of course, snags it. He's Devontae Adams. Guys, stop fading Jimmy Garoppolo. Just stop doing it. I know it's not pretty. I know it's not pretty. I know it's not Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. But Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the best game managers in this league, and he has a really, really good wide receiver core, not just Devontae Adams. He's got Jacoby Myers. He's got Hunter Renfro. He's got Michael Mayer. Trey Tucker's been looking good as well. He's going to be fine. He's going to be good even. I like Jimmy Garoppolo a lot, a lot. Rubio asked what the Patriots punter name is. I honestly don't know. I, I probably I, – it was in the tweet, and I don't remember. I can I can find that here in a second. Here's the Rams highlight while I look that up. It says Cooper Cup before he got hurt. And I want to point out one thing about it. It's a beautiful pass to the back of the end zone to Cooper Cup, who catches it while diving. Uh, it is Stetson Bennett, though, who threw the pass. It was Stetson Bennett who threw that pass to Cooper Cup. A great pass. I've actually been seeing more than a few Stetson Bennett highlights. And as you guys know, I'm a huge Stetson Bennett guy. I have been touting him since the draft. I think the Rams got a steal in him, and I love that he gets to work with Sean McVay. He might be a little bit of a project, might be undersized, but that didn't stop him at UGA against SEC opponents, and he always just looks so, so good. Uh, and again, go back and watch that Michigan-UGA game from two years ago, and I'm telling you, the mailman delivered in that game. It was really, really impressive. Anyway, before we move on, the Patriots punter name is Corliss Waitman. He's actually a free agent um, who they had just brought in for a, it's a it, they're having a punter competition. So that was Corliss Waitman who punted at 90 yards. We just did a Rams clip, so let's do a Ravens clip. And this is Lamar Jackson chucking it to Zay Flowers in the back of the end zone. And there's been tons and tons of Zay Flowers hype uh, so far. 
and I, I, I buy it. I'm looking at even just like the, 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 the training, like drills, you know, where he's like just running around cones and dude just looks so agile. Uh, and with Rashad Bateman missing time continuously and seemingly upset with the organization, Zay Flowers is going to have a ton of chances. And also Odell Beckham has looked fantastic. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the clips, but he's doing some really, really impressive stuff. And I think Odell Beckham could be a value as well. Here's the Saints. Saints clip. And this is actually Derek Carr throwing it to Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara working with the wide receivers as per usual. I mean, we know that Alvin Kamara is a receiving back, but I just wanted to show it because, A, he is meeting with Roger Goodell today. I mentioned that in Monday's episode that he's going to be meeting with Roger Goodell to plead his case. But also, C, B, I'm showing you this clip because we've got to remember how good Alvin Kamara is as a pass catcher. And I love that he's also still rocking the visor. He's looking good. That throw was good. The catch was good. All of it looked good. Alvin Kamara, a value right now just because of a potential suspension. Get him now because if that suspension is light, he's going to skyrocket. Like skyrocket. Here's the Seahawks clip. And this is just Jackson Smith and Jigba. As you guys know, my rookie wide receiver won. Uh, of everyone's of course but i mean like i have been i love myself some jackson smith and jig but i've been trying to waiting to draft him since the year that he led the ohio state buckeyes i've been waiting for him to enter the nfl and he's so good he's so good he will vault into the top 10 dynasty wide receivers this year after this season he will be a top 10 dynasty wide receiver so buy him while you can buy him while you can Here's a Steelers clip. This is the best clip, and I'm sure you guys have seen this by now. This is George Pickens working with Joey Porter Jr. Brings in an absolutely insane one-handed grab while completely covered. I'm rewinding it and playing it one more. Look at just look at that. I'm gonna see if I can drag it forward for you guys as well. Yeah. Oh, just such a good snag from George Pickens, and that's what we say every single time. Cody Carpentier tweeted out yesterday, George Pickens is not a dog. He's a menace. He broke the dog scale. George Pickens is insane. He will lead the Steelers in receiving. He will be an alpha, easily a top 20 dynasty wide receiver, easily. Again, another buy candidate. Go get George Pickens. Texans clip. This is my guy, John Mechie. I'm going to play this a couple times as well. Just look at the footwork. Look at the route. It's fantastic. I'm going to count how many cuts. One, two, three, four cuts. It, it, and then just, of course, catches it and runs. John Mechie will be the starting slot receiver for the Houston Texans. He's a slot technician. He is fantastic at what he does. I'm so glad that he's able to be back on the field. If you remember, they spent a second-round draft pick on him. He played for Alabama. He was fantastic. He's got a great nickname as well, the Karate Kid. He has a great story as well, growing up in Vietnam and then moving to Canada. Love myself some John Mechie. The Canada or the cancer story as well with him as well that he's overcome. It's just what a guy to believe in and what a story. Go buy some John Mechie. Here's a Titans clip. And this is Traylon Burks getting a touchdown, diving catch into the end zone. And the coverage wasn't even anywhere near him. He's really good. I don't know if it was just a bad corner or what, but he makes one cut completely tricks the cornerback. The corner thinks he's going outside. He does a literally just like a really quick cut outside, back inside, just runs a streak and burns the coverage and catches it in a diving catch. Traylon Burks will be very good 
Don't worry about DeAndre Hopkins. They complement each other very well. You can still buy Traylon Burks. And finally, guys, a Vikings clip. And this is, of course, some Justin Jefferson propaganda. One catch for Justin Jefferson. But then after the catch, while in coverage, he does a nice little juke to the inside, beating the safety and running free. That is one of the things that makes him so good. And there's him doing the gritty there. And what a better way to end the compilation of highlight clips than a Justin Jefferson gritty. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Do we have any questions before I get you guys out of here? Let's see. What can Burks really do with five targets a game? I think that he will have more than five targets a game. I think that that would be pretty easy for him to do. I, I think that we can expect for both D-Hop and Burks at least seven targets a game, at least. So I think it will be fine. And Vikings defense is so bad from easy does it. Yeah, it is. And that's what makes Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, maybe even KJ Osborne, and of course, TJ Hawkinson, so, so valuable. And of course, Kirk Cousins, an incredibly cheap quarterback. You guys are some of the best folks around. Thank you so much for spending your mornings with me. I hope to see you all tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, on the Player Profiler YouTube channel for more Waken and Taken. You guys all have a fantastic Wednesday, a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll see you tomorrow.